When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 and we are back for part two of the Glowing in Tech podcast, sponsored by Makers. We are joined by Kashana Robinson, who was with us in the previous episode, where she spoke about her role as a solutions engineer, spoke more about Salesforce, and also about mentorship and how she used that to her advantage when applying for volunteer positions in leadership. And today we'll be starting off with the career challenge. So Kashana, what's a career challenge you faced and how have you overcome that? Okay, so I think the biggest career challenge um, as a solution engineer is demoing. Um, so you obviously, you obviously have to make sure the client is engaged. You have to be moving from screen to screen. Usually you have multiple devices that you're utilizing if it's um, the multiple device demo. So you want to demo on the phone or the mobile phone sometimes and you also want to demo on the laptop. So it's kind of just making sure everything's in sync as well. Um, and then you obviously have your click path that you need to be focused on in terms of what you want to show. And naturally, as you're presenting, I find this as well, as I start talking, I kind of forget the point that I wanted to reinforce. Yes. So you have to make sure that you, so what I like to do is just to keep, I like usually I used to write out very long talk tracks around what I wanted to say, but now I keep really concise bullet points around what is the messaging, what I want to say as well to make sure that I've reinforced the key points. And then obviously, lastly, when things go wrong, um, so this could be in terms of clicking a wrong button. It could be that, you know, the Wi-Fi is bad today, wherever you are. So you need to be able to actually, you need to be able to provide a professional demeanor in terms of saying, um, in terms of being able to show that you're not nervous or you're not um, panicking in terms of what's happening. But then this is where it's really good. And one thing I've learned to overcome this is to make sure that you're practicing. So doing dry runs with your colleagues um, around you as well before the demo, making sure that you have the click path mastered um, as well. Sometimes when you're afraid of, you know, technical issues, recording your demo, you know, obviously it doesn't, it doesn't give you the rush like doing it live, but recording your demo to say, you know, if this happens, I can send the customer this or I can actually record this um, and kind of pause the video at appropriate moments when I want to talk about what's happening on the screen as well. And I think the biggest thing I will always say is just practice 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 like your first demo probably won't be the best demo you have um i think the i think the one thing is you're trying to have a talk track you're trying to say something you're trying to make sure you cover all the points but then you're also trying to be engaging so you're also yes. trying to say hello what you're seeing here is this what you're seeing is that but you don't want to be looking at your talk track because obviously that can mm. that can kind of mess up the demo and the click path as well and then being engaging with the customer so asking questions a quick trick that i do when something's loading or taking too long it's a great time to ask questions it's a great mm. time to ask more about their challenges ask more about what they're experiencing also just stopping and pausing and saying Hello, is everything I've shown you today, is it what you were looking to see? Is there anything else you were looking to see? Like ways you can kind of engage with a client to actually show that they're getting what they wanted out of the demo. Um, but then also it's giving you that time to just breathe. I yes. think sometimes you just need time to breathe. Like I think one thing I used to do was talk really fast. Yeah, like, <laughs> I used to be like, hello, da, da, da. but I think <laughs> naturally you forget how, mu how much it's so important to just breathe and just step back and then 
all the thoughts that you have in your brain kind of just come together and align and then you can kind of just go again as well. So that's one thing I would say is really crucial. That's one thing you learn. Again, you talk fast naturally because you're probably nervous. Yeah. So as you get more comfortable, um, then that will help. I think also engaging with people you've, re you've engaged with before can help. Mm. Like for me, I think I'm a bit of a um, introvert in terms of, I don't know, I didn't. I saw like the ambivert introvert thing yeah. that I saw online, but in terms of when I'm around someone I know, I feel like I can kind of calm down when I'm around. When I'm put in an environment with loads of people I don't know, I just get really uncomfortable. Yeah. So also understanding and recognizing your traits and kind of adapting to that mm -hmm. as well is something that's really helpful. Um, and I think the biggest fundamental thing is just taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Like I never would have thought I would have been presenting on the Excel. Mm. Like if you, especially Amber, <laughs> Amber knows <laughs> when we used to do our, um, when we used to do our coding challenges or, you know, when we first started our journeys into tech, like I don't think we ever thought that we'd be at this position. So I think it's really important to just, you know, take a step back and, you know, but also put yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think, a last point I would say is just, in, it's really good to be in a good work environment yes. as well, um, in terms of how you can succeed. I think having that acknowledgement from your peers or that support from your peers as well can be super helpful. You know, I've been fortunate enough to be in a lovely environment, you know, in a collaborative environment, in a continuous learning environment. But I think, you know, that's something that you really have to take advantage of as well mm. in terms of like pushing you into different opportunities that you probably wouldn't have had with the people around you. Definitely. And I think that's something that we, even though we're not in solutions engineer roles and we don't necessarily have to be customer facing, we've done conference talks, workshops for other companies, um, community talks and all of that. I like that you mentioned like requiring engagement is like a great way yeah. to make mm. sure that not only are you getting the encouragement that you're doing an okay job, but you're making sure that people are switched on, they're paying attention, they're learning something, and yeah, taking taking those breaks to ask if they do understand what you're talking about too. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, asking questions as well, being mm -hmm. inquisitive, like wanting to understand like what's happening, what's your challenge, why is this? Like yeah. I think asking those follow up questions, showing people you're interested, um, you're aligned. Um, will help towards reaching their goals. And I think people will take this, like take this for advantage as well. It's just being smiley and positive. Oh, like I yeah, think- You are so smiley. You know smiley. what I mean? I, I know. If you're not watching it on video, like honestly- I'm so smiley, I know. So smiley. I'm so smiley. Okay, so yeah, I think people don't realize like the way humans just naturally yes. communicate. I think people don't realize how like a smile can really help make a difference yeah. as well. You know, some people Absolutely. don't like it, <laughs> but usually people do like it. And I think just giving across like that bubbly personality as well can be super helpful. Mm. So it's like, so sometimes demos go wrong. And so can you talk about a time where a demo hasn't gone as planned and how you felt afterwards, but like how you recovered from that? Like I've definitely had talks that I was just like screaming afterwards, yeah. like this is the worst talk of my life. Mm. Well, like what, like how do you cope when these things go wrong? Okay, so I think earlier on when a demo, even when I did demos um, in like the Ada part as well, like I can I can think of a demo that went really wrong in terms of like nothing works. Like <laughs> if an A if an A is listening to this, they know exactly what was an about. A like an A is account executive. I yeah. keep using those terms, but yeah, yeah. Um, so an A is an account exec by the account executive by the way, and they just help with the sales part, but they're more with that direct communication with the customer. Whilst as a sales engineer you bridge that pathway. So you focus on the technical solution, but also the business challenges. So usually you would use like personas and they kind of map 
um, end users within that particular organization that are experiencing the same problems. And you kind of show in your demo journeys how you can start to alleviate it using some of the software or tech that you have available. So um, essentially, yeah, I had a demo and nothing worked. Um, it's one, it was one of those days. Um, and what I did, like I was quite fortunate in that time that I did record a video. So I had something to show them. Cause I always like to be prepared. I think it's one of those things you do need to be prepared for. Yeah. But then I also think just being honest, like I think sometimes just showing humility with someone and yeah, just saying, being vulnerable. you know, yeah, this, yeah. and that's a, that's a really good way to actually meet the customer as well in terms and of, connect with and, and you connect with them because it's kind of like, okay, I'm showing humility. And if you think naturally, like psychology, how humans are. Yeah. Like most of us don't want to see each other fail. Yeah. You know, and when something does go wrong with someone, like there's that natural like instinct to be like, oh, like, like you, know I mean? you want to hope they have some sense of empathy. Yeah, it's, it's like that natural empathy that you have. Yeah. yeah. And it just like humanizes you because it's just like, okay, like things go wrong yeah. and like, this is a normal part of life. But again, like you were talking about having that psychological safety to feel that you can fail and be that vulnerable in yeah. front of a client is even it's just it's a lot more positive to hear as well so yeah yeah really cool 100 so yeah i would say just to wrap up i would say just obviously remain calm you know internally you might be panicking i always say internally probably now internally i'm probably panicking but outwardly you want to maintain that calm composure yeah. as well yeah i love it fantastic so amber that brings me nicely on to my favorite segment. It is What's the Tech Tea? So today, Kashana will be sharing her controversial take of the tech industry. And what will that be today? Um, so my one is just focusing on the instant gratification of our society. And this is based on a statistic that Amber actually shared with me. So um, Amber said that according to um, JobSage, it states that 58% of Gen Z respondents expect to be promoted every 18 months. So firstly, who's going to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> um, secondly, I think this is what aligns with that point on instant gratification mm -hmm. um, becoming kind of like a norm in our society. Like you see it, you want it. Um, and not to say that's a bad thing, but I think we've forgotten how to just, how to just actually love those small wins that we have throughout our career. Yeah. And not everything has to lead to a promotion. Not everything has to mm -hmm. lead to, you know, there can, career development doesn't mean promotion, doesn't mean more money. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think especially being someone early in my career, you know, we see it on social media about this person got promoted to this or this person got promoted to that. You know, it's all around looking at other people and not, I wouldn't say competing, but kind of comparing yourself to other people where you should really be focusing on yourself. Like, even though right now a promotion might not be on the table for you, like it's okay, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy the ride. You know, I think it's also super important to know where you to obviously write down your wins, know where you're being loved or appreciated in your company is obviously very important. You know, if you don't feel appreciated, then you know, exit yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But if you're enjoying the time or if you're quite early in my career and if you're realistic as well, you know, realistic and actually write down what you've done, what you've achieved and just enjoy those small wins. Like for me, a win was, you know, presenting on stage. That was a win, mm -hmm. you know, and just, I think compete with yourself, like not compete, but just look at yourself and recognize your own talents. And I think, this idea of trying to really reach high or reach this or reach that can kind of set a lot of people back in terms of like focusing on what they're focusing on what they want to do in their life, which is it's a, yeah. yeah, it's about the long game as well, yeah. isn't it? Because it's not like you could end up burning yourself out by putting yourself under this mm. pressure that you're 
not necessarily under from your job, but it's like you from comparing yourself to other people who have had completely different journeys. You didn't see how long it took them to get yeah, there. Yeah. It's like the behind the scenes thing is real, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you're not taking the time to recognize those small contributions and smaller wins that you're having, then you will just end up not enjoying what you're doing because it's it's not all about the end yeah. game, like that, that outcome. Yeah, and before I get any haters, Obviously, seek those promotions. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying don't get that money. Don't get promotion, you know. If we're saying get the money. Get the money. But, but, but no. you know, um, I think it's just the obvious thing. Like, if your company no longer challenges you, then naturally, you mm-hmm. know, that's where you see yourself as going for a higher position or moving companies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think also just realize, like, you know, I'm enjoying this. Enjoy those small te- small steps in your journey, those times of personal growth as well. And enjoy the ride, I would say, as well. Yeah. And I think it also comes from not knowing the norm. So, like, sometimes I'll talk to my mum and, like, she'd be like, I don't know why these Gen Zs think that, like, every six months. But it's like, I feel like sometimes we need to have conversations about setting realistic expectations. Yeah. And then what I should expect. Cause, because I'm the oldest Gen Z, 25. But like, I'm just thinking about the 18 year olds who must have seen like people just have like, you know, you see the best parts of people's journeys and then yeah. you click on the things that seem most attractive. How do I get promoted in nine months? Like they're kind of like yeah, easy, yeah. clickable things. So you think that that's a norm. Like if I see one video of, or like a set of videos yeah. about people getting promoted in less than a year and how they're doing that, that's that's how people are measuring themselves now mm-hmm. rather than having conversations with people who've been in the industry for the decades you know there's some then people there that yeah. have been in like that one company for a few decades a few decades <laughs> but like for a long time and yeah just, like no, talking no, about real. like how yeah just how it's hard because it's like we have different expectations yeah and sometimes it, it feels like some advice that we're given is outdated and we but i don't think we should write off everything i said i still think we should learn from other people if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I did, like I had a conversation recently with with my engineering manager about like, oh, you know, getting into why certain expectations are the ones that I have. Mm. And it's like, because I've seen X, Y, Z person do this in this amount of time. And they're like, but that's just not realistic. And that's not representative. Like what they're, there's, there's um, what's it called? Title inflation, right? So if somebody's being called a senior, that doesn't necessarily mean that what they're doing day to day is senior responsibilities. It just means that it could just mean that they they have that title change in order to retain them. You don't really know like what the difference is between the salaries, um, if it is reflected in salary at all. Mm. So it's it's making sure that that you're considering those things. And also like even comparing yourself to yourself can be an unfair comparison. Girl. If we compare ourselves to what we were doing in the pandemic, when we're doing multiple talks a week, how many workshops, how many boot camps? Like, I can't compete with me back then. But remember, like, I love to give context. Like, when people ask me about learning how to code, right, and like changing careers, babes, I was in a pandemic. I wasn't sacrificing, like, so it's not like anyone was doing, like, you know, when you're invited out and you kind of want to live your life now, yeah. like, no one was doing anything. Like, we were in a lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's a complete different ball game. So yeah, wait, what were you just saying? You were saying something quite interesting. About title inflation and title, some, yeah. seeing someone promoted to a senior after two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like sometimes like you can see on social media, someone's been promoted like to a senior in two years. You think that's the benchmark and you kind of go from this one person or these few people that have done in, done it in that time. But recognizing that like a senior is not a senior every, like, yeah. everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like the system yeah. is just so like, different depending on what company Mm -hmm. you're at but it's also to see that 
And like, I don't want to say not compare yourself because I think that comparison is very natural. Like it's a human yeah. thing to do. So I can't say like, don't compare yourself. But I think that it's just like focusing on your own journey and oh, yeah, just focus on your own journey, I guess. Well, just making it a proactive consideration in how you're learning and developing. It doesn't necessarily have to determine what you set as your goal. Mm. It could just be like, okay, that is possible. Is that one what I want to go for? How is that going to inform how I try to do it? And not necessarily saying I have to do that that way. And yeah, and that's a good thing. Like, do you even want to be senior in two years? Yeah, like, yeah. what did that person have to do to be yeah, senior in yeah, two years? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, is that a goal that you even want? Or do you just want it because someone else has got it? And now you think that I need that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's about like staying in your own lane yeah. and <laughs> slaying in your own lane. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you, you base your goals based on what you intrinsically want rather than like the external gratification that you'll get if you if you're able to because people want the clickbait thing like how i learned how to code in three yeah, months yeah. and landed a six-figure job yeah. and that's fully remote <laughs> that i get like um, yeah. 100k sign-on bonus like all that fun but it's, what do you really want yeah they're not showing you in the background going <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. this person that's been like that got to like tech lead and like yeah. whatever how long like they're not showing you just like how much they've had to do yeah. and it's not and the resources they had at home the people that supported them what they were able to do what they had available in order to be able to make that progression like it's not a level playing field we're not all starting from the same place oh girl that is <laughs> that's a, a good, good point <laughs> that is such a good do you know what sometimes i forget like we're not all starting from like the same no yeah. some yeah. of us had to do part-time jobs at uni we didn't have tutors like there's mm. a lot that like all of that comes into play in the corporate world and we don't necessarily see it yeah so it's yeah because it almost like so when you're a graduate you're all technically starting at the same same, position but you're not in the same like the same leveling oh that's such a good point I love that so yeah to wrap that up subjective success basically you know I think focus on yourself um and then again I say I always say like focusing solely on like the end goal you kind of miss out on those invaluable experiences you could have those missed opportunities you could have just because you want to reach this xyz Mm. and just not enjoying the journey in terms Mm. of developing yourself Mm -hmm. um is what i would say um and yeah you you know you have to contribute to like this continuous learning environment you know you have to put yourself out there you know there's just many challenges you go through in your life that are not even work related like for me i'm learning how to drive you (laughs) that's a big thing it's hard (laughs) thank you (laughs) look babe i'm one of those people i did it in three months but can you drive now Oh, and we'll end. That's the tea. That's the tea. That is the real tea. Oh, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, Kashana. How can we keep up with what you're doing? Yep, sure. So LinkedIn, you know, um, I'm I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better on my LinkedIn. Um, so my LinkedIn is Kashana Robinson. Um, so you can hear about what I'm doing. Um, you can connect with me as well if you want to find out more around a solution engineer role. Then I'm happy to have discussions. Um, and then in terms of um, externally external resources you can use, YouTube. Um, I also wanted to plug a few um, organizations that specialize in supporting young people. So you have generation.org. Um, they actually support individuals in employment, get them upskilled. You have White Hat Apprenticeships. You also have Ada College, which I'm doing and studying my um, BSc technology degree at as well. So, And that will all be in the show notes. Thank you so much, Jana. You're welcome. 
All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please give us a review on your podcasting platform. And make sure if you're on YouTube and viewing our smiley faces in 4K to give us a like, a comment and a subscribe. And we'll see you next week. See you then. Available on all major podcast platforms. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.